So Galatians 5 verses uh, 15 or 16 through 26 and continuing our vision series, we're walking through our vision statement. We want to see all people walking together with God, bearing fruit for his kingdom. Remember the first half of our series, we were asking the question of how do we walk together with God? That's this whole idea of in community, church community centered around the gospel. And in the second half, we're looking at this idea of bearing fruit for his kingdom. And remember, we're countering two uh, big problems we see in society. The first half is trying to counter the big problem of isolation, where we push more and more people away from us. And the second half is countering the, the uh, scourge, if you will, of consumerism, where we're just out for ourselves and what can we get for, for us? I believe that God wants us to be in community, to be in relationship with him, with one another, to see redemption and, and uh, people relating together that, have, that don't normally relate together in our culture. And then also a people that are eager to produce, to uh, bear fruit and to give and to be generous and all those kinds of things rather than consuming and just what's, what's for me. And the, the Bible talks about being fruitful. And so the second half, bearing fruit for his kingdom. And with Galatians, uh, this is how I want to answer this question. How do I bear fruit for his kingdom? I think this is the basic summary. I walk by the spirit and then God will produce the fruit. And that's a really important idea to realize there that we don't produce the fruit. God, through his spirit, produces it in us. So how do we get to the place where he's producing it in and through us? Now, I believe that John 15, Jesus talks about how he's the vine and we are the branches, that the father is the vine dresser. And he uses that as an illustration to say that like we get connected into the vine as a branch grafted in. And then the nutrients flow through that vine, causing the branch to bear fruit. And then it also says in John 15 that by bearing fruit, we glorify God. That's how we glorify God. And I believe that's our highest and best purpose for us to glorify God with our lives. We do that by bearing fruit. So let's go ahead and go through this passage. It says, but I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. I think that's a nice summary. I think he's summarizing the whole thing. And then he's going to lay out and expand on that idea. But we have two things competing, the spirit and the flesh. We're going to see those themes as we go through here. And this is a pretty emphatic phrase. If we walk by the spirit, then we will not give in to the desires of the flesh. It's very straightforward. Let's go on. It says, for the desires of the flesh are against the spirit. And the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. And remember, too, that when he says flesh here, he doesn't just mean like our physical, like our bodies. Our bodies were made by God. God didn't make things that were bad. He's talking, when he says flesh, it's, it's the sinful desire that is, is a part of all of us uh, that comes from sin. That's, it's been infected into humanity. Uh, it's something that came after the creation that God gave. So that flesh, the sin desire is at war and it's against, they oppose each other. And it's to keep you from doing the things that you want to do. 
Remember the Apostle Paul talks about this in Romans where he's like, my spirit desires to do good. And yet I st still find myself doing the things that are wrong. That's what Paul's talking about here. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Now this is really important to realize. He's saying the works of the flesh. And we're going to see in the, uh, a minute here the fruit of the spirit. Works of the flesh, fruit of the spirit. One way to think about it is the things that I do on my own are the works of the flesh. And he gives us a list of things. He says they're evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. Now, one thing I want to make really clear here is that now there's some things in there that are pretty like insanely bad, like, like, wow, this is really crazy kind of stuff. And I think it's easy for us to assume that this is like just the extra bad kind of stuff. But there's a lot of things in here as well that are, are just, you know, pretty commonplace kind of things. Fits of anger, dissensions, uh, enmity, um, you know, sensuality, impurity. I mean, these are, these are kind of like everyday kinds of sins that we can find ourselves in. And uh, so he's not giving us an exhaustive list of these are the bad things that are especially bad. It's just a list of things like, let me show you four examples, some four examples. These, this is what comes out of me naturally on my own. And he says, uh, I warn you, as I warned you before, that these, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Verse 22, but the fruit of the spirit, and I'm going to underline this too, the fruit of the spirit. That's not me. It's the spirit of God working in me. And again, that's really important to realize what I do is a works of the flesh, but what God does in and through me, and he gives us a list is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such things. There is no law. And by the way, these references to the law fit into the larger argument the apostle Paul is doing, giving in the book of Galatians. I don't have time to go through all of that. The main thing that I want you guys to see here though, is this idea of the works of the flesh versus the fruit of the spirit. And again, I don't think that this is necessarily an exhaustive list of good things, but these are the things that God wants to see coming out of us. You know, when Jesus talks about bearing fruit and being fruitful, these are the kinds of things. Instead of getting angry in this moment, I express patience in this moment. Instead of giving in to this impulse, I express self-control. Verse 24, and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh which, with its passions and desires. I, those things have been nailed to the cross through faith in Jesus. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. And I think that that also fits into the larger argument that the Apostle Paul is making in Galatians. 
And, and in other words, like, is, is, uh, is being a good person about what you do or is being a good person something that God works through you? And if God works through me to change me, and it's his work that comes through me. In other words, I'm grafted into the vine, and because of that, I then bear fruit. If that's true, then I have no basis for being conceited because it's not of me. I have no basis to provoke one another or to envy what other people have and are doing because it's not of them, it's not of me, it's of God. Here's the main thing that I think we can get from this passage. It's that when we are walking in the Spirit, we bear fruit for His kingdom. The fruit that's coming out of my life isn't an indicator of whether I'm being a good Christian or not, whether I need to work on my self-control, work on my patience, work on these other things. It's an indication of whether I'm walking in the Spirit. When we see, in other words, we see the flesh, works of the, the flesh, fruits of the Spirit, those are tests of where, where am I walking? Am I walking with God or am I walking by, the, by my flesh and what I want to do? I remember a long time ago, a pastor gave a message on this text and he talked about an illustration that stuck with me. There is a kind of tool, harvesting tool, that some farmers will use with various fruit trees and nut trees that has an umbrella, that, a gigantic umbrella that goes around the tree like this. And then it has an arm that grabs the trunk of the tree and shakes the tree, like vibrates the entire tree. And it causes the ripe cherries or almonds or whatever it's, they're harvesting to just fall out of the tree. They land in this upside down umbrella and then get down into the hopper. To, and then they just move from tree to tree to tree. And that's how they harvest it. And this pastor asked this question. When you get bumped in life, what fruit falls out? The fruit that falls out, like in the case of patience versus anger, I'm going to express anger at my child, or I'm going to express patience in a moment that normally I'd be angry. Those are indicators of what I am doing, whether I'm walking and abiding in Christ or whether I'm just walking in the flesh. And I'm trying to do it on my own because the important thing here to realize from this text is that I can't do this on my own. I need the power of God to work in and through me to change me. And when I walk with the Spirit, when I walk together with God within His community, when I'm in His Word, when I'm praying, when I'm worshiping and I'm, I'm in step with God, the more and more that's true of me, the more and more the fruit of the Spirit will be exhibited in my life. So let's look at this text in terms of this is the kind of thing that God wants to see in our lives, this kind of fruitfulness. And remember back to John 15, it says that by this, the Father is glorified. And I just, <clears throat> I think so often, especially in my life, I think about wanting to do big and great things for God and for his kingdom and wanting to, um, you know, do amazing things that people say wow about. But I kind of wonder sometimes when I look at texts like this, 
that what God loves and what God is impressed by is just those moments of self-control, those moments of patience, those moments of kindness and love that maybe nobody else will see and aren't that notable on the surface. Nobody's going to be writing a big uh, magazine article about your moment of kindness, but God is glorified in it. And that's the kind of fruit that God wants to see in our lives. And we don't have that fruit by, you know, just sort of just squeeze out more kindness because the work of the flesh, remember that list, that's, this is what I do. It's the fruit of the Spirit that I need in my life. And if I'm going to have the fruit of the Spirit, I have to walk in the Spirit. So in our groups this Sunday, I want us to really talk through what does it look like to walk in the Spirit, to abide in Christ, to be in fellowship with Him and with His body. Let's talk about that and let's work towards that, not more fruit. Let's work towards walking with him for his kingdom, for his glory. We'll see you Sunday.